Hey everybody, welcome to Save Your Sorry. The podcast where we talk about the rise and fall of a celebrity. And of course, do some trash talking along the way. I'm not a monster, <laughs> I'm a mother. Jose. <laughs> I think I'm really pretty, Katrina Rochelle. My name is Fat Amy. <laughs> no, my real name is Fat Patricia. <laughs> okay, look, okay, you know, Fish Perfect, her real name was Fat Patricia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and joining us today is Katrina's sister, Trisha. Patricia. Hi, I'm so excited to be here. We're excited to have you. You've been like the unofficial member this whole time. Oh my God, I love that so much. I love you guys. It's like I'm the third best friend now. <laughs> yeah. Officially, kind of, sort of. <laughs> it's funny because the beginnings were not always like this. Jealousy. Yeah, that's true. He <laughs> <laughs> <said> jealousy. Okay, <laughs> maybe, maybe a little truth. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a little truth, but uh, just yeah, a whatever. beautiful, gorgeous woman in the middle of a tug of war. <laughs> Did she enjoy it? Did she encourage it? Who knows? Oh, she got my her goodness. way. <sighs> yeah. Well, uh, on today's episode, um, Patricia is going to join us, and uh, we're going to talk about a topic or a person, celebrity. It's Jose's week, correct? That is correct. And today we are talking about comedian and actor Cat Williams. Oh my God. Oh <laughs> my God. That is so wonderful. Oh my goodness. Yes. Are, are you a Cat Williams Thank fan? You guys. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. I love. <laughs> yeah. Tell them if you're a Cat Williams fan. Can you tell? <laughs> Let's oh see if we can ruin that by that. Yeah, it's funny because uh, I didn't tell her who was the episode on today because uh, I didn't want her to know, of course. But I at least told her that she's not going to be outside her comfort zone because she doesn't know a lot of people that we'd be talking about. So I'm oh. like, well, we're not going to put you in uncharted uh, waters. Yeah, but now since the podcast, I have so many like topics of conversations i can't wait to bring up what i know i swear it's like a weapon Ooh, are we like <laughs> wikipedia now oh and my I, god i mean that in every sense of the word because uh, reliable most of the time sometimes sometimes when you need us. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously i'm always i'm always trying to steer the conversation to like Paula Dean or someone <laughs> or Mel Gibson. I swear. Oh, I cannot wait till someone brings up Mel Gibson. It's just so wonderful. Uh, not slandering Mel Gibson to the public. We love it. <laughs> so Cat Williams is the short character that has this pimp-like persona and cusses a lot. I don't know why, yes, but his cussing is just a little too much for me. <laughs> But I do enjoy oh, it in small like doses. Yeah, in small doses, I enjoy his comedy, but it's it's a lot. Well, give us an example of when it's too much and when he was enjoyable. I, I'm just saying, like, I can watch a two-minute clip of his. I'm like, I'm good. I'm, I'm good with that. <laughs> See, that's <laughs> doses for you. It's not two minutes. Yes. <laughs> but I don't think I would ever watch a special <laughs> of his. Oh, really? Um, he's got so, a special. He's coming too. He is. He's coming here. Oh my goodness. You're going to miss out? <laughs> okay, let me stop because you might tell me some terrible things and then I'm coming real hard as a, a, a hard supporter. Hard, yes. Oh my goodness. Okay. So let me be 
you did suggest this a while ago and Katrina was supposed to cover it and she just never did. And uh, when I started looking into this, I'm like, this is so long. Like he has so many things. <laughs> well, first of all, um, you didn't have to mention and slander me like that. <laughs> Second of all, did I say I was gonna do it? I don't remember that. You did. I'd be lying. Before we get into this, I do want to say Cat Williams is a huge star. But would I be wrong in saying he's larger in the black community? No. Okay. I say I would say he's he's universally known, but of course it's very much more concentrated in the black community. Yes. And that's where he really expanded in his popularity. I think for a while he was going to be more mainstream in Hollywood, and maybe these incidents we were talking about in today's episode derailed his career a little. Cat Williams was born as Micah Sierra Williams on September 2nd, 1971, making him a Virgo. And I just love our Virgo episodes. It's so disappointing. Virgo's a a conflicting one. There's good and bad. Jeez, there's bad. I always think Beyonce's a Virgo, though, so it can't be all bad. (laughs) That was literally all I was about to say. That's the (laughs) the biggest pro, is Beyonce's one. Uh Yeah, but how long are the Virgos going to argue the Beyonce thing? There's only one in the middle. One in a billion, you know, so... Yeah, 99% bad. <laughs> Coming from a Scorpio. Scorpios are really top tier sign, okay? Check the memes, okay? Check I know. Everybody's making it. <laughs> Everybody's talking about them. Why is that? <sighs> We're the best. And Cat was just a nickname for Micah, so that's where he got that name from. Cat Williams said in a GQ interview that he didn't know his age. When he was told online at same age, he said, quote, please don't get any of your information from Wikipedia, sir. And stated that he grew up in- he doesn't even know. He doesn't know. He said he grew up in a religion that does not celebrate birthdays, so he never kept track. And when asked what religion that was, he said, that's not the point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> stop, stop, mind your goddamn business. What I said is that I don't know how old I am. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm going to say that's his birthday, but Cat Williams might disagree. There was one time that I did not remember my age, but of course, I knew my birthday. But I was yeah, confused. I can see that. Cat claims he read fluently by age three, and by age four, he had read over 100 books. Oh my god, everybody wants to be some super mega genius. Oh lord, it's crazy. Not 100 books by four. I, I'm just trying <sighs> to wonder, like, what type of books were they? Were they Dr. Seuss, or... Like full novels. Also, how do you know? You didn't know how old you were. (laughs) (laughs) You really could have read these books when you was eight. (laughs) And that is actually on par with your education. (laughs) At age 12, Kat was winning awards for science projects, and he had the chance to get a scholarship to the National Science Academy in Dayton, Ohio, where he lived. Hmm. That was until. You might have been smart. Yeah. But Kat purposely failed his test so he would not be eligible for the scholarship. And soon after that, at age 13, he gets emancipated and leaves for Florida. Wait, so he intentionally failed the thing and then he's, he got emancipated and moved to Florida? Is that what you said? At age 13, yep. These, well, I guess you're going to tell us if he had a plan or not. But that's, first of all, what judge what judge granted him that? Like, what okay. did the judge see that said... He 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 can do this by himself at 13. That's what I was just about to say. All the sources just say that he got emancipated. But I don't think that was emancipated. 
I know what the emancipation. He just fucking up and left. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's running away, not emancipation. Exactly. Because you have to prove you have a residence to live at and a way to support yourself. And at the time, Cat did not have any of those things. Mm. When he went to Florida, he was homeless, living in the park, and he did eventually find some work as a street vendor or selling magazines or books door to door and sometimes robbing radios out of cars. Man. Yeah, I'm why so was that why was that a better choice than college? I mean, <laughs> when you have a dream, you got to follow it. Yeah, but when you're so smart and uh, young at a young age, you know, it's kind of weird to just squander it. Maybe he has self-destructive tendencies. Oh, yeah, we have those. I'm telling you, <laughs> yeah. it's alive out here. Yeah. And I just find it interesting that those jobs aren't really around anymore. There's still street vendors, but... What, still in radio car jobs? Yeah, I, I was about to say that. Like, you, that profession has gone away. They're big. Yeah. <laughs> now they snatch your catalytic converter. Bro. Yeah. They still parts off the cars while you sleep in your fucking bed. Oh my goodness. Don't let them have a jack. Everybody's fucked. <laughs> You wake up no wheels. You thought you backed up. You heard <laughs> terrible. But yeah, that's true. Cause uh working at the pawn shop, bring in a car radio. Watch me offer you five dollars. Oh my goodness. That is true. When I was growing up though, my dad had those ones where you took the face off. Exact yeah. yeah. And uh back in the day, if you really didn't want your radio stolen. My mom put that shit in her purse and come in the house. Yeah, uh-huh. it was so handy. Oh my goodness, how handy that little thing was. Yeah, I didn't know how important that was when I was a child. I didn't know what that meant. I'm not sure when exactly Cat got into comedy, but all I could find was that he was underage and noticed an improv bar wasn't IDing people. So he went in, did a stand-up comedy routine, and the audience loved him. And he loved doing stand-up, so he kept doing it. Yeah, he's really good at it, too. He could command the stage. And he would return over and over again, becoming a regular, and would go to other comedy clubs and started touring different bars in and out of Florida. By 1999, he was pretty established in the comedy game, performing in some pretty big stages like the Improv, the Ice House, the Comedy Club, and the Hollywood Park Casino. Oh, my God, the Ice House. Woo! Memories. (laughs) Those Ooh, sound vaguely house. familiar, but I really don't know any if those are like that impressive. But I, I think that if you're in the community, you would know. Of course, Ice House, bitch, you don't get no better. Yeah, some of those do sound like I've heard them. Bra- uh, bars and comedy clubs are always named weirdly anyway. His first TV appearance was in 2002. He appeared in The Comic View, a stand-up comedy show that appeared on BET. Also, in 2002, his first TV role came in in an episode of NYPD Blue, and his first movie role was in 2002, being Friday After Next. He played Money Mike. That was his first movie role, technically, was Friday After Next? Yep, Money Mike. It wasn't Soul Plane? Was he in Soul Plane? 
I don't think he was in Soul Plane. I'm thinking of Kevin Hart. He's short too. My bad. Oh my god. My bad. We. Oh, I goodness. did have a little couple sips of the wine. My bad. Yeah. You know what? I hope. I hope he does not. Ever Why did I really think that Cat Williams was in Soul Plane? And I low key that's that's a hood favorite too. But uh, yeah, that was wrong. maybe maybe it was the like the Snoop Dogg thing. You know. Maybe. Yeah, I think so. Thank yeah. you. Bill me out, Trisha. Thank it was you. probably the Please, Snoop Dogg thing. Me out. Over here. God damn. Oh man. And Friday after next is when I first came to know Cat Williams. And this is also where he became more known to the general public, becoming a household name. Mm-hmm. Definitely. In 2004, he was in Tracy Morgan's show and had a reoccurring role on My Wife and Kids. In 2005, he started voicing a character named Slickback on the Boondocks. A and, pimp named Slickback. Yeah. <laughs> have to say the whole thing. <laughs> and he had two comedy specials, Live, Let a Player Play, and The Pimp Chronicles. And My he also, favorite. He also started to appear on the show, Wild and Out. Yeah, I remember those days, yeah. I was so happy for him because I feel like I didn't know the, the history of how those went like I would have never guessed that Friday After Next was his first movie. So it's like when you grow up, you kind of get everything. You understand more in a cluster. Like it all kind of runs together when you're understanding things. Like but, everything he did was just in one blast, but it was actually like spread out. Right. Yeah. Like you see him, but you don't really know him. And then you see him as something big, and and then you see that again, and you're not. Like, oh, well, this movie came out in 2002. It, it's 2008. You know, you don't really care. So, but you fully understand, like, oh, I know him. But I, I love the Pym Chronicles, too. That was that was great. And yeah, he did a lot of work. He was really, he was really popping, especially on Wild Now. He was very funny on there, too. Yeah, that's kind of when I got to, I, I don't know which one came first, but I would say the main things I knew him from were, uh, Wilding out my wife and kids in um his stand up and uh Friday after next, but I liked him because he's short, he has a perm, and you think that that's the dude that you're gonna join on, you're gonna roast him to shreds. But really, Cat Williams is the best at killing somebody with a joke, so it was just always funny to see his jokes versus everybody, uh, especially at Wilding Out when they do the punchlines. So that's when I grew up around Cat Williams specifically. And then, you know, the Pimp Chronicles, all his comedy specials, everybody in my house watched that a thousand times. November 11, 2006, Cat is arrested at the airport for having a concealed weapon that happened to be stolen. They also find three additional weapons in his luggage. I don't know what he was thinking. (laughs) It did not say if those were stolen or not. But, you know, this was 2006, airport security had already been tightened by a lot, so I don't know why he carried those thinking he could get away with it. Yeah, Cat Williams, all these other celebrities. What is there? Here, here, here's a conspiracy for you. Just, just, just hear me out. Are they ignorant to think that, okay, they can get it through? Or do they have somebody in on the inside and maybe they just got caught this one time, but they've been doing it fine all those other times? What you think? I think that's what <laughs> it is. I, I, I don't understand the logic behind it. I think most of the time they know someone's going to be like, 
go ahead. You're Cat Williams. You're fine. Exactly. Because I just never understood the whole logic behind. F forget the whole stolen part. Here's a gun. I'm at the airport. This is going to work out fine. Because I've never thought that that experience. I've never thought as a, a regular civilian, I would get away with that. But before I got into the entrance of the airport, I'm already nose into the ground by some security person. <laughs> Yeah, was that bitch get on the ground? I'm sorry, it was actually it's actually a water gun. <laughs> I think most people would have like when they get to the airport, they're more cautious and scared because they think something is gonna happen. Like, oh, I brought a bottle of shampoo. Is that okay? But with these mm -hmm. celebrities, and it's not just Cat Williams, you hear it all the time. Like, found a gun in their luggage. Just like, what? What were you doing? Yeah, I think at a point they become above the law. Cocaine. Yeah, man. I don't know. It's both sad and also like I I would love to. F what, what type of feeling would overtake me to over just just start feeling myself to no degree of thinking I was invincible? I don't know. I would have to see what would happen. Like I would have to win the lottery like a thousand times over. Yeah, but it's still really it's not worth the trouble. Even then, it's kind of like. I don't know. I don't want to say he was like, you know, fuck it. But it's kind of like, why would you, why would you do that? It's unnecessary. I mean, because in anywhere that you're going, I'm pretty sure you're Cat Williams. You can find a gun. So, like, why not leave that gun where you're at? And then when you get to where you're going, just find another gun. I mean, you have money. I'm sure you can. Buy a gun. Good boy. That would be too much common sense. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's crazy. November 13th, he posts bail, and when asked how it was, he says, it was jail. I don't recommend it on the day your DVD comes out. And I'm not doing this quote justice. There is just something funny on how he says his words. So if you know Cat Williams, just imagine how he would deliver it. Come on, give it to us. I, I'm not going to do the question Cat Williams. <laughs> It's okay, folks. He'll tell me one off, off the mic. I'll describe it to you later. I didn't see an outcome of this one, so I assumed it was just fine. November 7, 2008, so two years later, Cat Williams is over a half hour late to his soda show at Carnegie Hall. Earlier that day, police spotted three guns inside his car, and he spent most of the day in jail until he was able to post the $25,000 bond and make it to the show. Oh. July 23rd, those charges would be dropped because the DA did not believe they would be able to prove the gun beyond a reasonable doubt, which doesn't really make sense to me. The guns were there, or they weren't. Seems pretty open and shut. What they probably mean is that if he was in the car with other folks and everybody stood down... Ain't nobody copping to it. That means that they're saying we can't prove beyond a reasonable doubt that those were Cat Williams guns. So True. I felt like maybe it wasn't strong enough case for them to go out on the limb for it. But goddamn, he's addicted to guns. He was like, how many guns do you need? They found three guns, but he was only charged for two. Which I don't understand that either. And around this time, he's also in Norbit. He did the most of Flavor Flav on Com Comedy Central. And Iconic, unfortunately. <laughs> had a pretty special American Hustle, the movie, and it's Pimpin' Pimpin' on HBO. Mm. Another good, very good 
special. It's Pippin Pippin was. Let, let, it's, let me enter a little great memory since Trisha chimed in about It's Pimpin' Pimpin'. Oh my goodness. So, when It's Pimpin' Pimpin' came out, <laughs> you know, not everybody had the plug on lock. I didn't, my bootleg man didn't come around that time. So, one of the weekends we were spending with our grandparents, it was me, Trisha, and um, Trisha's other sister. And we were all, you know, hanging out the whole weekend. These two quote word for word the comedy special is pimping, <laughs> and I am just a dumbass in the corner laughing at jokes I have never heard nor understand, feeling so left out and so confused that even when I watch the special, a part of me has still not been the same. Oh my god, it was so funny. It's it's still funny though. Like uh it's I haven't watched it so I don't wanna really, you know, put a whole stamp of approval on it because you know some things don't age well, but not you trying to be PC. <laughs> yeah, seriously, but it was super fucking funny. I mean, last time I seen it, it was funny. I, it was I funny for at least teenage us, yes. I mean, yeah, that, that shit was it was hilarious. Yeah, I just wanted to Cat Williams did have a quote, which I didn't include in here, like a pretty base take where he was saying, if you can't survive cancel culture as a comedian, then you're just not funny. And I feel like he pretty much stands by all his comedy today. I don't think when people ask Cat Williams about his comedy, he's like, oh, I regret that. So, I mean, I can respect that about him. That at least if, if he acknowledge if it was in poor taste, he acknowledges it. Or he stands by his jokes fully. He's not yeah, he just stands by his jokes. Apologizing and doing the same thing over and over again. On November 11, 2008, a few days after the cops found the gun in his car, cops are called to a suspicious person at a motel. When the police arrive, they see Cat dressed in a robe and a towel wrapped around his head. And he's trying to check into the motel. Police decide there's nothing they can do, really. He's just trying to check in, so they leave. Later that night, Cat goes to a <laughs> random law office asking an attorney for help. He says the police are trying to violate his rights and his family has turned against him. The attorney that spoke to Cat claims Cat was speaking gibberish. Some family members of Cat get him a police escort to a local hospital for a psychiatric evaluation and want to have him committed. A representative for Cat would later say, quote, following 300 shows and an 18-month time schedule, that left him incredibly fatigued. Cat felt compelled to be with his family in an effort to deal with his stress. While doing so, mm -hmm. he is under doctor's care. As this is a private and personal matter, we hope the media will respect his family's request for privacy. Well, damn. Yeah, yes. that's just a nice way of saying, uh, we're not gonna tell you what's going on, so. <laughs> you know, he was stressed out, so. But you know what? It's always, they are so stressed out. And, you know, you get it, but then we get stressed out too. And sometimes I feel like our stress might be just a little bit more harder to deal with because they have resources that we don't have access to, like seriously for their stress. Like they can take off. We can't really, you know, just stress out and have a breakdown like that. Like we could not do stuff like that, but we don't have, and we also don't have the resources. Like if you're so stressed out, you have money, you know, get yourself a good doctor, a therapist or something. Like don't keep saying you're stressed out. That's why you're acting wild. That's crazy. 
Well, that's usually because of some more. Yeah, I, I mean, I agree. Nine to five and Hollywood life have vast differences. Uh, both have or both are stressors, but for totally different reasons. And who knows? It, it could be the fact that Cat just don't know when to say no and was just stretching himself thin or was neglecting his mental health and um, they're disguising it as exhaustion. November 9th, 2009, Cat Williams is arrested for burglary. And I don't oh, know shit. why, but all these arrests and issues have happened in November. But this I was, time... the, I was just about to say, damn, you've been saying November for a second. Yeah, yeah but it's like... I was hearing that too. <laughs> it just keeps happening year after year in November. So I don't know if there's a stressor around that time, but something is affecting him. You mentioned if there's a pattern, yeah, maybe... I mean... PTSD, traumatic events. Uh, you, you didn't really get into his childhood, but it didn't sound like it didn't sound bad. It didn't sound good. I don't know. Yeah, he's <laughs> kind of private with his personal life when it comes to that. That I could see. Yeah, that's. I've noticed that too because I heard that he had children, and I never even knew that. He has one biological, and I think it's seven adopted. No, he talks about them in his specials, though. Yeah, I thought I heard that, but sometimes you'd be thinking comedians lied for the joke. So sometimes you, I just never knew if the people were serious or not. But he, I ain't never seen them kids. Like he, he keeps them um, out the limelight, which is admirable. Because uh, I mean, you you see what it is like now. As soon as the baby's popped out, bitch, it, it already had twenty pictures uploaded on Instagram. Yeah, yes. and he has a really bad connotation to his name now. So it's kind of like, you know, it's not good if they do know him. It's different if it's Beyonce. They really want to know what they look like and all that. But if it was his sons and his kids, they would, it would probably be more negative than positive anyway. Like they might get ridiculed based off of Kat's actions. Basically, yeah. So November 9, 2009, he's a for burglary. And this one doesn't really make a lot of sense to me, but I guess it stemmed from an altercation that Kat, that Kat had with someone a few days earlier who was living on the property, a 17-year-old. The house was located oh, in... Oh, this is what... I'm sorry. The house was located in Georgia and was owned by a movie producer, and Kat Williams had permission to be there. But when he gets into it with an employee who lives on the property, the 17-year-old, the 17-year-old calls the cops saying, Cat Williams won't let him leave, and the cops show the cat. The cops show up and then leave. So nothing came up from that. But a few days later, on the ninth, a man named Daniel Broach claimed Cat Williams used a crowbar to break into his home and stole three thousand five hundred fifty-five dollars in jewelry and collectible coins. Okay. Cat's lawyer claims, and this is the producer. No, this is okay. So this, the producer let Cat stay in the house. Yes. Cat got and into it with a 17 year old. And then this other man, a few days later. Oh, this is a totally different man. Yes. Calls and okay. says, Cat really broke into my house. Yeah. Stole thousands of dollars. Okay. Yes. Cat's lawyer claims this was all a setup and the burglary never happened. And after Cat paid $41,000 bond, I couldn't see anything else about this. So 
I guess they could not find proof that it wasn't a setup. What is up with these random one-off crimes, Cat? Like, I, <laughs> he I has can't a lot of them. Down, man. <laughs> I don't know what you're into, sir. You got burglary. You got some guns. You got some good old fisticuffs. Yeah, what maybe is, it's that that history. What's crazy? Where a lot of these calls is, they say Cat Williams is doing this. Cat Williams is doing that. Like these people know him either because he's a famous person or they like know who he is personally. And it's like that yeah, never really happens. They're gonna say this man, <laughs> world famous comedian Cat Williams is fucking robbing. <laughs> That's how it is. December fourth. When you said seventeen year, oh sorry, once again Go stepping ahead. on you. I was gonna say when you said this was the seventeen year old, I thought this was the fight. Oh no, that's not towards then. Oh, oh no, okay, let's so not you, bring that one up. No, I just <laughs> want to make sure to. it's on the docket. I'm glad it's on the docket. <laughs> oh my I just goodness! Had to, just had to check in for a second. Yeah, you know when he said that, I did have that flash of that fucking meme <laughs> in my head, and I was getting pissed. Like, I do not want to hear about this. <laughs> I'm getting secondhand it's embarrassment. It's so fucking embarrassing and cringe. I just, oh my god, oh jeez. Okay. <laughs> December 4th, 2009, so almost a month later, Cat is arrested. A 911 call is called in, and the caller says, We're having a problem with Cat Williams, and we need someone to come out here now. <laughs> and a lot of these calls can be found on TMZ. Like, you know, they have the audio recording. I'm sorry. Caller... Actually, we shouldn't be laughing. I feel bad. Yeah, TMZ that... got every fucking thing, though. <laughs> yeah, it's funny and then you're like it's not that funny because it yeah, actually it's actually to somebody. pretty damn sad yeah <laughs> goddamn i have no heart fucking dumbass but the caller also alleges that cat williams had pulled out a shotgun cops would later say they did not find a shotgun but when asked if they had found any guns they said no comment <laughs> oh lord <laughs> <laughs> cat would be released without being officially booked so nothing came of that okay so we ain't find nothing. Yeah, you know, it probably was one of those situations where you know how you get in so much trouble and you get in so much trouble and more trouble and more trouble that somebody can say something about you and people would just be like, yeah, you know, I believe it. I didn't see it. But, you know, that sounds like something he would do. So, you know, they said he got a shotgun and the police were like, yeah, that sounds, you know, he has a history of guns. So he probably had one when we came down there, but no comment. Like maybe they responded just because of the shotgun comment and he ended up not having any guns. He was just being crazy and people were like, yeah, I'm getting a little uncomfortable. My kids are here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, my kids are here. So December 12th, around 1.15 a.m., Kat gets in, into an argument with a group of people outside of Bar Lux Club. Kat left the argument to get a gun from his car Placed it in the back of his jeans, comes back, the argument ends, and the gun is not used. So, Vice is diverted. But that kind of went sideways real fast. He needs to separate himself from these guns. Release well, he, yourself. Release the chains. He's very, like, uh, he's a very small man. I mean, that might be something, too, where he feels like he always needs to protect himself because... I mean, everybody is literally bigger than that man. So that is true. I think he's five four. Yeah, he's he's very small for a man. I mean, 
Like it's not even <laughs> not very small for a man. You know, not but honestly, height, that, height, height shaming. No, I'm not. I'm not actually, but that works for him. Like that's that's part of his thing, though. That's it's, true. By the way, uh, Patricia is six six five. I am six one, and I am proud. She is seven two, and don't you dare fucking forget it. Yeah, I'm very proud of my height. Okay, but you know, honestly. I, I would still love Cat Williams. You know, you know some of the people I've dated. I've dated some five two for that is years, true. Um, for years until did date a shorty for a long ass time. Five two until I got scoliosis. Okay, I was, stop playing with me. <laughs> I was you, in it. Okay, for my health too. All right. I'm glad you made the back joke because I was coming. I was coming slow. And I'm going to skip a few cases. It's mostly just. Ones where he gets in a fight with someone. While bad, we would just be here all day if I include every incident that he's in. The man is in fight club secretly. It's okay. We won't talk about it. Yeah. So, December 12, 2010, Kat goes to a producer's house named Marion Joseph Powers. Powers alleges Kat owed 28000 in studio money. Kat is also a so... This might have been for that. Wait, well, I'm sorry. Repeat that you went out. He's a what? A rapper. Cat is also a rapper, so I don't know if the studio time was for his rapping career or for his comedy career. It might have been for the rapping, because I see how that could put you in debt. No offense. <laughs> uh, people have dreams, and I think Cat's talent is comedy, and his dream is rapping. Ooh. And it shows. <laughs> Yeah, that's very tragic. Every time he did a rap at the end of a special, I said, and this is where I leave you. Seriously? <laughs> did yeah. you ever listen to one of his songs at the end of the special, Patricia? Oh, well, no. No, I didn't come for that. I was not there for that. <laughs> so please leave me out of that nonsense. Okay? Like, no. I was not saying It's the Pimp Chronicles. Like, you know what? I could take the intro. And you know, um, on the, one of the specials where Little John comes out, and I hated that too. I know I, I never got that, but I mean, you know, it was it was popular with the crowd. But like in the middle, he makes a joke, and he includes the song that he's featuring on with Little John. Do you remember when he's like switch a perm out? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I thought that was specifically for. That special, I didn't think that that was like a career choice to, you know, I thought that was for, yeah, when I'm going to make my own kind of song and do my own kind of dance and it's going to be, you know, iconic and it's going to be so funny because I made this specifically for that. But for him to think that the career in rap was the way to go is kind of disappointing <laughs> because he was, he was very funny, you know, like. You can't just be blessed with all these gifts. I mean, some people are multi-talented, <laughs> but when you got a strong one, you just probably need to, you know, stick with that one. <laughs> it's making you when money. It, when a lot of people become famous, for some reason, they think they can become a singer or a rapper, and it's it's not for everyone. They either get bored or they get broke. Oh, that's true. Yeah, celebrities get bored or broke. Yeah, it's a fallback plan, you know. Back to Powers and Cap. Powers was suing Cat for money, and Cat wasn't too happy about that, and brought his attack dog with him to Powers' home. Okay. 
cat gives a verbal command for the doll to attack Powers' doll, and Powers' doll is left with nearly fatal injuries. Oh, jeez. Uh, I felt bad for laughing. You fucking should. Oh, my God. Matt, that's the problem but no, with this that, podcast. First of all, There's always laugh, and you're like, oh, no, this is too serious. It, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I do regret it. But, damn, what? First of all, why do the dogs have to suffer the consequences? Oh. Well, maybe he know. just got put in animal control, you know, but... Now that dog got caught and was put down as soon as they probably... Well, actually, I'm talking shit. I don't know what the fuck happened, actually. I didn't I'm sorry, see what happened the to the dog, but Cat would have to pay 577000 Half a million dollars. He don't have that at that time. Either way, yeah. It was wrong, yeah. Yeah, either way, it is very terrible for him to do that. And, yeah. Yeah, it's almost I, like I was movie gonna villain like, level. Yeah, like, and then the attack dog, is there like a walking dog, a cuddly dog, a, a friendly <laughs> dog? You, you brought the attack dog? Like, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> That's not where I thought you was going. <laughs> I know, but. No. I'm sorry, so, cuddly dog. He left the cuddly dog at home. <laughs> this is not the time. Yeah, this home. was the attack dog, apparently. Like, jeez. <laughs> He's, he's, he's he got him separated like the seven dwarfs. <laughs> but yeah, he does have he has that like little man syndrome almost. Cause if it's not a gun, it's some type of weapon. I mean that is true. And yeah, if, he's if, always got something in front of him. Yeah, and if that was a man, then yeah, like I said before, it was probably bigger than him. So he had to bring an attack dog though. I think he knew like if it's the dog, it it probably will be like civil consequences instead of more criminal and it'll mm. be the dog who faces more and you know he could say i just you know let him go or he just broke off the leash you know he could make an excuse for that but if he brought a gun and shot him you know no doubt you're going down for that yeah that this is, is true. after all those gun that. charges yeah, he probably finally learned his lesson and said let me keep the let me keep the pistola back at home la yeah Okay, so June 13, 2011, Cat is arrested again. A man on a tractor is doing work on her Palmdale home that Cat Williams is staying at. Around 4.30 p.m., three women approach the man on the tractor and start throwing rocks and dirt at him. The man calls his wife okay. to come pick him up, and when she gets there, and here comes Cat pulling up, blocking their exit in an SUV, prompting the man who has suffered facial injuries to call 911. Cat, along with the three women, are arrested. Cat would post the $50,000 bond and was released that night. At first, he was charged with witness intimidation, but then his charges were dropped. The DA saying the mm -hmm. three women remain and only aggressors. Okay, what was this all even about? <laughs> it didn't say. Oh my god, yeah. he was be involving himself with other shit? Does this sound like a fucking mob silence hit? Like, what do you mean? They Three women pulled up on a man on a tractor. First of all, is this already a movie? And then they and, and they have no weapons, but they use dirt and rocks of the own man's <laughs> property to use against him. And then we got to get the fuck out of here. Uh, this man has realized and he goes to leave. 
and all of a sudden, Dunta the Dun Cat Williams pulls up <laughs> out of fucking nowhere and blocks their exit for no goddamn reason. Yeah, this is a very, a very strange. It's the Illuminati striking again. It is they a strange story. Like, okay, come on, we're ready. Oh goodness. Okay, but do you think the charges should have been dropped for Cat? I mean, was that witness intimidation? I don't even know what the fuck it was about. It was something. It was illegal because you can't be blocking people's um you can't block somebody in. Like that that that's illegal. Whatever that shit is called, it's called illegal. So he can't do that. So no. Yeah. I mean, yes, he should have got the uh I mean the, the charges should have stayed. He should have got charged with pimping and pandering. That sounds like some <laughs> pimp shit right there. Like, what the fuck? You got the women throwing dirt and rocks like they seven years old, like on a tractor. Oh, hey, cat daddy, we threw about. <laughs> he said, "This ain't no boondocks. This pimp name Slickback." Yeah, <laughs> the fuck. He was not playing with them hoes. Like, come on now, because really, I swear. You have to be my pimp for you to tell me to throw rocks and dirt at a motherfucker. I'm sorry because what am I doing that for? I and got, what I crime go to work. did this? <laughs> that too. <laughs> and what crime did this tractor man witness? As I can, the thing is, like, I can pretty much bet that there is no person who openly rides a tractor you know how open a fucking tractor is it just starts problems with motherfuckers like you're too <laughs> open at your job to be having beef with any goddamn body and rocks and dirt is the thing that take you out hell nah so they just was tripping like i feel like he was like you want to show your loyalty to me <laughs> do some stupid shit <laughs> that don't make no sense like Come on now. He was pimping and pandering and he should have goddamn went to jail. Six months. <laughs> Not you give out the sentencing. <laughs> Six months, I declare. This is also where his most famous mud shot has come from. The one of him looking very disheveled. I'm sure you've seen it. If you've seen his mud shots, the one they always use. Uh, does he have a white shirt on? <laughs> <laughs> I believe so, and his hair is like a mess. It looks like a who from Whoville. Sure. Probably. Yeah. I'm looking them up as we speak. Mugshot. I truly love Cat Williams. Like, I do think some of these things are strange and criminal. But you still stand on the side. I mean, I'm not not on the opposition. So if I don't have to look for anything like dirty on him, I will not. I will shut my eyes and turn the other way. Oh, she said you turn you turn the other cheek on all his criminality. No, it's not that. I just I'm not gonna openly look, you know, to prosecute him. You know, I'm not a prosecutor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a prosecutor. You know, I don't fucking judge people. I fucking go with the fucking flow, and I let people be human. No, I'm just saying I'm not gonna. Just openly find anything bad about him because he's so funny. I know that's so it sounds a little ignorant, but you know, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna no, roll with because it. Because you've heard us on the show before, we state our biases. If we like somebody, we say it, and you know, you can still condemn them or still support them, but you can acknowledge that it's harder for you to criticize them because you like them so much. Like, who do I love? Uh, San- Angelina Jolie. We ain't gonna get into it, but she been in the news. 
there was a tweet talking about there is no force that could make me go against Angelina Jolie, and I was like, "You damn right." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, October nineteenth, two thousand twelve. Actor, I believe it's pronounced Phazion. Phazion. Phazion Love. Do you guys know? Phazion Love. Yeah. Phazion Love. Big worm. Says, <laughs> Big perm. <laughs> that cat owed him fifty thousand dollars. They were in the parking lot of a club and started arguing about the debt. Love says cat went back to his car, grabbed his gun, points at Bazion. Love says his homeboy took the gun out of Cat's hands and it wasn't loaded, so they gave it back to Cat and Bazion and his group went into the club. Cat would be arrested that night, Love claiming he is not the one who called the cops. Love had this to say, quote, I am just extremely upset that his punk ass would pull a gun out on me and even play with me like that. He better chill his ass out. Cat would be released that night with no charges filed against him. Well, I mean, did he deserve to have a gun pulled out on him? Phase on love? No. But fuck face on little Logie. I don't really miss that man. Can't stand him. He's annoying. Yeah, and I was gonna kind of say something like I do actually believe face on love though. I mean, well, yeah, especially if he ended up getting arrested because they. Uh, well, I don't know. What I can say is that I could definitely see that happening, and that if if it did happen, face on love not pressing charges. Him just saying, nah, fuck cat. Yeah, I I believe he loaned him the money just because they're in that same kind of Hollywood realm. And... Oh, yeah, they're both comedians. Yeah, both black comedians in that circuit. Yeah, I could see him doing that. And I could also see Cat Williams pulling an unloaded gun. But also, <laughs> that's, that's what I was going to say. That's the part I believe the most. The only reason why the money thing seems a little weird, and this is not me pocket watching or hating, maybe a little bit. Is that I just feel like, even though I mean they're both kind of irrelevant, re- relevant. Who? What? What? What am I trying to say? As far as relevancy goes, they're both kind of cold. But as far as the money that they generate, I feel like Cat is higher up on the 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 ladder, the chain. So it's a little bit hard to believe. That she, he would need money and he would go to phase on love, but also I could believe it. I'm well, just saying I would feel like Pat Williams would have better control of his money because <clears throat> what argument, you haven't said is that he's had trouble bailing himself out. Every charge yeah. he's got arrested for, he he's been fine. We haven't heard any IRS situations. Uh, we haven't heard his house being foreclosed on. We just been hearing about the motherfucker fighting and bringing guns everywhere. He did have a tax lien. I didn't include it. Look at you in my fucking face on my own podcast. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, still, I still think it'd be hard pressed, but I still think it, it could be possible. That's the only reason. Because sometimes Phase on Love, I feel like in his stories, has known to be a little bit of an embellisher. Well, this is what they don't say. So the argument over the debt was reported on the 19th. But a day later, when Love was asked about it, he said it was not about money, but something that happened six months ago, but he wouldn't explain further. Love says he thought he was going to die that night, saying, he says, when someone pulls a gun and they on the narcotics, you don't know what's going to happen. A day later, on the 21st, 
Cat is approached by TMZ reporters. When asked about the allegations, Cat responds by saying, you saying he's a snitch? You saying he's a bald-faced rat? You saying he went and told you street business? So he didn't deny it. <laughs> God, what? <laughs> what are you doing? Why are you talking to TMZ like this? At first, he was like, what are you talking about? They're like, yeah, it's been reported on TMZ. And then that's when he came with that quote. Oh my god. And did he look so, so you've watched this, you've heard this. Did he sound serious? Yeah, he sounded serious. Oh my god. <laughs> so he told you about my loan? <laughs> oh my gosh. He told you about that unloaded gun situation? <laughs> I thought he wasn't gonna check. November 16, 2012, Cat ends a comedy show just 10 minutes after it started to fight a heckler. He goes into the <laughs> on TMZ. It's reported he took his clothes off, but I imagine he just like took his shirt off, like guys do when they're about to fight. And he tried to fight mm-hmm. three people in the audience. Not three of them. He forgot he's not a hood nigga anymore. <laughs> you have he's a job, got that, sir. He's still got a hood nigga spirit, though. Yeah. <laughs> now he, he stopped the show to fight a fucking heckler. <laughs> Hold on, y'all. Hold on. One second. <laughs> I mean, I would have been like equally scared and excited and fucking entertained as hell. Cause you know how black people get when there's a Oh my oh. god, somebody's pulling out phones, y'all y'all clearing away, and then eventually there's gonna be the people who are like, Okay, we gotta get these motherfuckers apart. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna pass on the drugs he's taking. I mean, they sound fun, they sound dangerous. <laughs> and Cat Williams is such a talented comedian, he should know how to handle a heckler like with his comedy instead of fighting them. Well, yeah, that's actually a good point. Yeah, the heckler situation it can be very annoying. Sometimes he 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 was just on his last nerve. Uh-huh. He just couldn't handle it. And he has the bail money. But also here <laughs> and that's true. He had it from somewhere, phase on love. <laughs> um, but here's also, I'm not trying to defend a comedian or anybody fighting an audience member or something. But if you are not being like directly overkilled, being made fun of, why? And you paid to be there. What is the point of being a heckler? I've never understood that in all of my days watching videos and stuff of people heckling comedians in the audience, even if the comedian was terribly unfunny, just unprepared trash, I still don't understand the way the, just the insensitivity to just like pile on and to be like, you suck or you're terrible or tell another joke or why the fuck you fly down? I don't know. Oh my God. Remember when me and you went to that comedy show and we had to, because he was being heckled so bad. Okay, so I was hoping you didn't bring that up. <laughs> it was horrible. I felt, I felt terrible <laughs> for that man. And here's the thing. I'm not about to... <laughs> So here's the thing. It's a white comic. You you have all types of people here. But we're going to be real. <laughs> it was some black people who were heckling them. 
and it just got so bad that me and you had to leave but also before we left there were some white defenders who tried to be like hey stop heckling this man i was like hey don't do it don't risk yourself out here because <laughs> i ain't saying nothing you don't need to say it we just need to leave I remember I just so trying bad. to laugh That's like extra loud, like you're doing great, bud. Like you know, giving my support, but yeah, it, it got too much. <laughs> Did it reach him? <laughs> I hope so. I hope he like looked and was like, "That guy gets it. He gets those jokes." Yeah, that's why I was like, I could never. I, I, my anxiety is just way too bad, and I just don't have that type of fearlessness. So I could commend anybody who got on the stage, but yeah. Heckling, I feel like it's so unnecessary. No, I think people just think they're funny and they're trying to be a douche. Like I don't, I don't. That, get, yeah, you pay, that you paid money to see this man. Like I'm sure his tickets are expensive. And that's what I'm saying. Most importantly, above all else, you have paid to put yourself in that seat. Why are you ruining it? Yeah, and at this point, you know his his style and his jokes and all that. So. It's like you you kind of can get what he's going to talk about. He's not really going to expand too much out of, you know, what he knows. Uh-huh. So it's like you're going to kind of get wh- who he for? is. Yeah, so you would know him at this time what what he's about. So heckling him at this point is probably just you just trying to agitate him and you know, you probably heard the news and what he's been doing. And, oh, let me see if I can get a rise out of him. That's but, true. People do that to celebrities all the time. Yeah, he clearly has an, a, like a, a anger problem. So, I mean, why not try, you know, get a get a little money out of it? Because I'm get sure. Get a viral this, moment. Yeah, I'm sure this guy sued him. I mean, why wouldn't you? Actually, I believe on this one, there was a what's it called a plus action suit from someone who started it because it ended so fast what like there was a class action suit from someone in the audience who wasn't in the fight oh my gosh they because of the performance not the fight they weren't involved they said they sued for the performance <laughs> because it ended 10 minutes afterwards and i don't think they got a refund that is fucking hilarious i don't think anything happened to it the paperwork that you spent costs more than your goddamn ticket. Exactly. I they sued Cat Williams and Live Nation who was like hosting that. That's dedication. It's stupid. I just think you should ask for a refund. Like, why would you need a class action suit? I'm sure they would refund your ticket. They wanted to be able to go to every show free forever. <laughs> Maybe. So November twenty seventh, two thousand twelve. So this is about a week after the fight his comedy show. Cat gets in a chase with police while he is on a three-wheeled motorcycle. It lasted several like minutes. You do. Yeah, as one does. It lasted several minutes with Cat driving on the wrong side of the road and on the sidewalk, yelling back at the Ooh. police saying, I'm not going to stop. <laughs> <laughs> the police just end up calling off the chase for safety concerns. Same day. (laughs) (laughs) Not us both exasperated. (laughs) What are you doing? What the 
fuck are you doing, Kat? You're you're risking everybody's life. It's so funny to think about him on this damn bike and his voice. <laughs> I'm not stopping. <laughs> oh my god. Oh man. I wish I could do a Cat Williams impression. And then he's crashed. He's right on the wrong side, and they're like, "Oh, for safety reasons." We're gonna stop. <laughs> like what? Because fuck this motherfucker. I don't think he was doing like extremely fast. So like he's they're doing more harm by trying to follow him. Exactly, because he's gonna dr- start driving increasing. He's gonna start increasing his recklessness while he's driving to evade the police. So mm-hmm. they figure if we stop chasing this dumb man, he will start at least driving with some sense. And then we'll just get him later. Yeah, because he's not worth the spike strip. First of all, spike strips don't work all the time. Because then if my fucking wheels get busted, I'm pissed. <laughs> but how the fuck? I got a toe. I don't have four spare tires. Oh, he only needed three. <laughs> <laughs> Same day, Cat a Sacramento Target and slaps a man who's working there. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what? The worker claims Their they were having beef. <laughs> no, the worker claims they were having a calm conversation, and Cat just randomly slapped him. And there is security <laughs> video of it. It looks like the worker is calm, but Cat seems a little agitated. It's hard to tell because his back is to the camera. And after the slap, the worker just pulls out his phone and calls for help. And it is. Reported after the slap, Cat gets on an electric scooter and then goes to the motorcycle, three wheeled motorcycle. Oh, Lord. Mm, still so, on that motherfucking motorcycle. So, <laughs> so, Mr. Williams, the Faberware appliances are just down the slapping. <laughs> I'm wondering why he was, you said he was in a Target? Uh huh. Why was he in Target agitating? <laughs> I don't like what was what what were you looking for? I don't understand because I'm sure that Target employee was so helpful to that man. I mean, because he got slapped and then he's like, Oh, let me call my supervisor. <laughs> like <laughs> I'm sure he was super nice to this man. Like, why were you in there? He's probably mad, like. Damn, police did follow me. Wasn't worth the fucking spike strip. How dare they? <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, what are you doing, dude? <laughs> a week later, Cat is arrested, this time for a bar fight, where he threatened the manager with a pool cue and refused to leave. He followed a family that was outside of the bar and threw a cigarette at a woman as she was getting into her car, hitting her in the eye, and uh-uh. threw a rock at the car. He would be bailed out by Should Knight, who we would have to That's cover one day. That's a turn of events. Yes, yes, we do. Yeah, yeah. I I do not <laughs> like Should Knight, but when they cast that man, they really do try to cast my dream man, and I'd be like, mm, he might be in gang, <laughs> little sexy. And then you see his mugshot, so you're like, fuck no, why why you do that to me? But they portray him very well. Oh my goodness! So, are you saying you don't like Suge Knight, but you you like the actors who play Suge Knight? Yes, very, very, very much. 
much. <laughs> yes, I do. I cannot name one of them that I wasn't like, hmm, Suge Knight, you know, you know. But then <laughs> in the back of your head, you're like, oh, he's terrible. He's terrible. You just can like the actor. We just got to learn their names and take Suge Knight off of it. Yeah, that would that would be best because Suge <laughs> <Shook> Knight. <laughs> Jose's like, okay, <laughs> all this Suge Knight list <laughs> just for the 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 actor portrayal. Yes, yeah. Talking about in all the NWA movies, just so you know, like Ooh. straight out of Compton and Surviving Compton. <laughs> Never seen them. <laughs> Oh no! You've never seen at least straight out of Compton. No, I didn't. I didn't have it. Oh my that. goodness! What? <laughs> okay, sorry. This is your podcast. <laughs> this is your podcast. Yeah, that's that's her movie. Oh my goodness! <laughs> okay, interesting. All right, sorry. We won't. Uh, I won't interrupt you no more. <laughs> <You're fine>. Lies. <laughs> Cat would also say he was retiring while in Seattle, but a few days later, he took it back. December 8, 2012, Cat is arrested for a warrant on reckless driving, and this was about the police chase. Oh. <laughs> and it's going to come back to you one way or another. Yeah. December they didn't 10th. get you, they'll get your butter. <laughs> <laughs> December 10, 2012, Cat is at a comedy show performing, and it looked like in the crowd. Because there's a video of it. And he walks behind a man and hits him in the back of the head with the microphone. And when he gets back on stage, he says, it could happen to you. Record me and see what happens to you. So I just hit the man with the microphone because he was recording. Uh, mm. Well, I mean, I would sue immediately. I don't <laughs> care if I was recording your ass. Yeah, and I'm and I'm falling out. I'm falling in. I got a concussion when you hit me. I think the man. That's what I went said. Of course, I did. And they found a lump. <laughs> <laughs> December 29, thousand twelve. Cat is arrested this time for child endangerment. Four of his kids were taken into protective custody while Cat was jailed for having numerous guns and illegal drugs. The charges would later be dropped because the guns were locked up. The kids couldn't get them. And there were too many people living in the house for them to say for sure that those drugs were cats. Okay. A little bit of a double-edged sword there, if I, if I don't say so myself. Um, you got a lot of people living there. You got a, a good amount of kids included as well. And there's... A lot of drugs, but nobody to surely pin it on so you don't get charged with child neglect. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, at least the guns were put up, but... That's a good thing, yeah. The guns are very ambiguous. I mean, not guns. The drugs is very ambiguous. What types of drugs? Because if you're talking about you had the fucking cocaine and meth and stuff hanging around, and that's what they found, then yes, there's a lot of judgment. If we're talking about maybe some prescription pills that should have been locked up or maybe some marijuana, like that's more understandable for, for me as a person just based off my morals and values. So I wonder 
if they ever um, clarified that whole drugs, what type of illicit drugs he had. Not that I saw. Yeah, everybody in that house was on drugs. They were like, damn, try to look at their appearances, but they all look like they're on something. <laughs> not one nanny in this motherfucker. <laughs> These people getting high. So hours after Tat released from jail, he goes to a club with Should Knight. A brawl breaks out and it's just chaos in the video. It's mostly the bodyguards trying to keep people back, but Should is throwing some punches. And Should and Tat leave in an SUV with Should driving and he goes out so fast and there's like a crowd of people. One man claims he was hit by the car, but he's blaming Tat, saying Tat was a punk talking shit and then running. Yeah, uh, what the fuck is he trying to do? That's This is how Tupac died. Literally. Got into a fight. <laughs> Went to SUV. Only one person came out. Uh, okay. And first of all, nobody needs to hang out with Suge Knight. Yeah. As we already know bad things happen. Ever since that whole he bailed him out of jail thing, I've been so confused on... Is he in debt to him? Like, like why are you hanging out with Suge Knight? I just... I don't even see how they could have possibly gotten hooked up since, like, the last... Known rapper I know was Lil John. Is Lil John hooked up with Suge Knight? Is he part of Death Row Records or something? I don't know. I don't but know. He plays new rappers. Some of these incidents that I am leaving out happened in a time period where him and Suge Knight are hanging out a lot and they're more Suge Knight related. So I'm going to save that for his episode. Okay. Yeah. And what kills me is you got kids. What, what, where are these kids when you are Suge Knighting around? I mean, there's a lot yeah, of people I mean, living in that house. Go, it could go either way with, I guess, he's probably thinking it could go either way with Suge Knight. Like, you could get so much press off of just his name. And if you do have a true talent, you could possibly break Ouch. away from that later. Or, like, he's just like, I don't know what the other possibility is. Or you just go, you just go down. I think they were just friends. Like, they were just hanging out. <laughs> He wasn't using them for clout. He just really uh, wanted to be a criminal. <laughs> yeah, but Suge Knight is... A, I just don't see them hanging out. Oh, well, you know what, though? So, I I did not really like Kevin Hart at first because I feel like he took Cat Williams to shine. I swear I loved Cat Williams. But you know how Cat Williams and Shaq have that dumbass thing? Maybe he was doing that with Suge Knight. It's I'm not sorry. a dumbass thing, but you know, it's like, oh, no, you, 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 said, you said what you said anyway. It's not dumb because I love Shaq. No, <laughs> they're dumbasses. They're dumb motherfuckers. Like, anyway. I love Shaq, but but Kevin Hart and Shaq, you know how they're always joking about how, you know, they're sized differently. I mean, he's doing it in a gangster way, but. <laughs> <laughs> January 9th, he is finally charged for that motorcycle incident. He did 428 hours. On my birthday. <laughs> no. <laughs> he did 428 hours of community service that needs to be completed in nine months. And I Damn. think that's pretty fair. I mean, that's a lot of hours, but that's probably like the most he's been charged with. Well, how many how many months is Ooh, shut up, Katrina? <laughs> yeah, you know I have my calculator. I was trying to do this. Okay, shit so quick. four times <laughs> nine is thirty-six, right? And th so I'm not doing that math. Yeah, you ain't doing trying. that math at, our, at I don't all. I even know what I, I was basically trying to do. How okay? So how many hours is in nine months? 
Why just, are you doing it that way? Because he has to complete 400. And then I was going to... I don't know what the fuck I was going to do. This is why I didn't is, need more wine. The answer is 6,570 hours. Oh, he can do that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's 400. It's nothing. So, fast forward in a few years. February 29, 2016, Cat punches a worker at a pool supply store. Cat would later <laughs> say the worker was being racist and said the N-word. When police arrived, Cat was already on the ground with his hands behind his back, ready to be arrested. So by now he knows the drill. Yeah, you ain't gotta fucking you ain't gotta tell me nothing, Captain. I'm already in position. <laughs> that, but here's the thing. I get that, but also, if he was right, why are you? Why are you trying? Why do you know you're getting arrested? <laughs> well, I just I mean, wanna... fight for your freedom. I mean, believe in yourself, Cat Williams. If he was saying, first of all, I don't know why, but I do picture somebody being racist in a pool supply. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas don't need no pool supplies. <laughs> Niggas don't swim. I mean, are we acting like it couldn't happen? Well, why is he going into these stores? Like, why is he going into these stores and attacking these employees, though? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm also being kind of facetious. You yeah. shouldn't just be punching motherfuckers, even if they're racist. He is well, a menace. It depends on how racist, but yeah, you just can't keep punching everybody. I mean, if you're on the streets, yes, but not when you're somebody's establishment. Like it's they have way cameras. Different. I mean, it's 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 that, and it's kind of like. I understand him as a black man, you know, okay, you know, they might want to feel feel a little uh, like offended if you call them that and you're not black, I guess, but I don't know. I don't want to say follow him home or wait for him after his shift, but not you going black back alley. I'm just saying, like, did you say don't hit him in the store? Knife them in the alley. No, I'm just saying though, like they're not on the streets. You have to just, I mean, in public, you have to act a certain way. You just have to act a certain way in public. And then get your revenge <laughs> in private. I mean, okay. it's not the charges. I'm not saying that I am not condoning any violence. I'm just you were just like, saying if mm -hmm. we're on the streets, okay, and it's I'm not saying it's appropriate, but you you would you would more expect it. I know you guys get what I'm trying to say. You know I'm just gonna shut up, but <laughs> no, that's what you're here for. Share your opinion. I'm yeah, just, I'm just saying, like, okay, on the streets, it, it's different. Like, you wouldn't you would expect that kind of nonsense on the streets, but An like establishment for him, in a pool? no. I mean, he's a celebrity, too. It's like you're too recognizable. You're just, I don't know. He's just acting. I'm it's sure when, strange. That, when that pool guy called the police, he said, Cat Williams just punched me. But they all know he who had he is. To have. I mean, he, and where where is he currently at? Like, what state and city is he at? Um, he's oh. right now in Alaska. Oh, God. 
A lot of these he moves around. To, a lot of these happened in California. Some happened in Georgia. Some happened in Seattle. So it's it's just where he he shows up that week, I guess. Yeah, like he's wearing everybody out in all fifty states. He's just yeah, <laughs> like because he's going on tours as well as he's doing this. Oh, he's still on tour too. Yeah, some of these he was on tour for. Right here, this 2016 area era, not so much. But like before that, he was still touring a lot. Oh man, yeah, he's he's got a lot going on. March 2nd, 2016, five women claimed Cat Williams and his entourage held them at gunpoint. The women claimed they came up to Cat for a photo, but when Cat realized one was recording, he lost it, punched one of them, and security took their phones, and Cat pulled out a gun. One woman was able to grab her phone and called 911. Cat's story is a little different. He claims the women were harassing him. He says one tried to take his chain, and that's when he punched her. And he took out his gun because he heard one of them mention a gun. Police arrive, and it's pretty much he said, she said, his entourage but against the five women. So I, no I one was arrested. I was just about to say, oh my gosh, nah. He did that shit. Him <laughs> and his entourage should have went to jail that day. That don't even sound fucking right. It don't even sound right. It don't sound right. I ain't even going to explain because fuck that. It didn't sound right. It sounded like you and your entourage tried to intimidate, beat, rob. I don't know what the fuck they was trying to do with them women. I ain't trying to even go down that road, but it don't sound right. They was trying to pimp in the pair during them. They, they pimps. Say you want, you want a picture, you need to pop that pussy. <laughs> <laughs> that just don't sound right. No, yeah, there's something weird there. Yeah, it's a missing link. And the police, I don't know where to, to, no, I don't feel sorry for him. But it's like, bro, I get it. The case is thin. You don't know. He's going to be out in a day. You need to lock his ass up. Because, I mean, what you got to show is that no matter how tedious it may seem or how worthless it might seem, we still have to show people like there's a way you have to act in society and there's things that are acceptable and not acceptable. And if you and your entourage decide for whatever reason to pull your guns out on and assault a woman out of a group of five, y'all maybe just don't need to be on the street for the rest of the night or slash weekend. Could it be possible? These, these, these men couldn't overpower this woman who was attempting, didn't even get, mind you, but apparently attempted to grab Cat's chain. And when he, it's, it's bullshit. Could it be possible that he just does not like being recorded? Like, that's what caused the incident at one of his comedy shows. So what the women are saying happened is exactly what happened. He freaked out because they were recording him. And yeah, but you possibly you on drugs. To... Yeah, but there's still no excuse. I'm Either not excusing him. I'm... Oh, okay. That's what I'm saying. It could be true, but him and his people need to recognize that that's really a trigger for you. Y'all need yeah. to inv- uh, look at uh, see who's approaching. If you don't like what they're doing before they get to cat, um, you know, get them in check. And then whatever, or 
you maybe need to stop meeting with fans in person if you don't know what they're going to bring. I don't know. He, but definitely Kat and his entourage could be in more control of the situation than freaking out and pulling guns on motherfuckers. Yeah, and does it is it really at the like you can take as many pictures as you want of me, but as soon as you hit that video tab and press record, I'm gonna punch the shit out of you. Like, is that what it is? I or think is it, is it recording or is it everything? I think with him, it's more about you need to ask my permission to record. Okay, because he's a pimp named Slickback. That's what it is. Yeah, I'm telling you, this man thinks he's a real pimp. So March 17, 2016, a woman named Jamila Majesty says two years prior, she went over to Cat Williams' home and five other women were already there. She claims she used his restroom without permission and Cat told her that no one uses his bathroom. She says the five women started punching her and beating and the beating lasted for three hours with her losing consciousness mm -hmm. and Cat burned her face with a cigarette. She claims one of the women had a book open that contained teachings on sorcery and spells, and there was a fire that was being fed by unusual things. I don't know what that means. And Jamil, Jamila did sue, and that's why this came forward, but I didn't see anything come out of it. There's a lot of going in. Ain't nothing coming out. It could be a settlement, but it's a very bizarre story. Yeah, that is I'd... crazy. <clears throat> you know what? I was laughing, but maybe he do got a group of intimidation hoes. He is I think he does. Because, I mean, one story, ha, two stories, okay. Three stories, you got a whole posse. Yeah, he, he has, he does have a group of hoes because they throwing... Rocks sex workers. I'm sorry. Sorry. Oh, a group of sex workers, and they're they throwing. They throwing rocks and dirts and and shit and doing all this, and then you gonna jump a lady like, oh my god, how old are these women and where is he finding them at? That's crazy. And then they beat her for three hours. Like, oh my god, how can you? How could you do that to somebody for? For that long, I mean, even just jumping a person is kind of is very low. It's not kind of low. It's just low, you know. But for three hours, that yeah, that's torture. Yeah, that is torture. And then she loses consciousness. Then, I mean, what was the cigarette for? Just that's that's an awful story. That's an awful occurrence. That um, that's terrible that that happened to her. March twenty third, two thousand sixteen. I think the most famous of his incidents, Kat gets into it with an Atlanta teenager, and Kat does not win this fight. Absolutely does not. He's put into a chokehold before being separated. Kat threw the first punch, but claims the boy was talking shit beforehand. And the longer video clip that came out second does seem like they were arguing, but Kat did sucker punch the team. And I feel yeah. like... This is what really ruined his reputation because he's living off that pimp kind of persona. If he's really is one or not, that's to be determined. But then he gets his ass beat by a teenager and everyone, he becomes a joke. 
Yeah, um, I th- you know what it is? It was the video. Honestly, yeah. fucked him up completely. Because I see what you're saying. He he was Cat Williams, and to the to to the overarching community who really loved and supported him, even though he was getting into uh, all these issues with the law, he was still beloved and he was still seen as funny and everything but when the video came out of that teen choking his ass out it was just like man if we heard it we could have laughed and moved on but now to see it in 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 4k as they would say it there's just no getting past that sometimes once it's caught on video it's over for you and i still think that he's uh funny and everything but yeah he has become more of a make fun of joke sometimes than he has been known for his new comedy and specials yeah that fight was a real it's crazy because you would think all these other things would be the thing that would be like okay Let's calm down off of him, but <laughs> it had to be, it had to be this. I mean, but I don't know. He's, I'm, I'm sorry, but I'm going to go back to the fact that he's a small guy. He probably thought he could take the teenager. He didn't have an attack dog. <laughs> Not know? him supposed to be taking a teenager. He probably I thought think he that. did. I can I can win this. He had an attack and, dog. He didn't have no, I the think attack he, dog. I think he thought he could win the fight. Not he had an attack dog. Oh, okay. I didn't know what yeah. part he was agreeing with. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, and and he probably yeah. He, I'm sure he thought that's you know, I I can get him. I'm gonna I'm gonna put him in his place, and <laughs> he ended up on the wrong side of that. And then he tried to like defend himself and saying. Where this boy's a professional wrestler, like later. Oof. It's like okay, he wrestled in high school. Like, don't try to Man, defend yourself. Man, what state championship? Uh. <laughs> oh no, that is sadder. I mean, because the thing is, the it's not focused on. Oh my god, like he's beating a child. He's fighting a child. It's it's more focused on look how embarrassing this motherfucker look in this choco like. It's it's in, it's in more embarrassing than only because the child won. Like if he didn't win, it would be like, oh look how he beat this child. But that's uh-huh. not really the story. It's like, look how he look he at, looks he looks stupid. Yeah, look at Cat Williams get his ass beat by this kid. And I think the other ones you kind of expected out of him. That's why none of this other kind of things really stick to him. I mean, it did in Hollywood, but not by a fan's perspective. Because if you say Cat Williams had guns, you'd be like, oh, okay. Cat Williams had three women three women attack a man on a tractor. You'd be like, okay, so he really is a pimp. Like, you know, it's his image that he's portraying already. So it's it's not that shocking. And this one's just humiliating yeah. to him. And a lot of these things are getting dropped too. So yeah. it's like they're not they're probably not hitting the news cycle, so because it's it's dropped, but this thing being recorded, it was, it is truly embarrassing. Yes. <laughs> so April 27th, he threw a salt shaker at a manager's mouth, not getting the seats he wanted. A few more of us for spitting on a worker on July 24th, September 15th, damaged the property. 
December 2nd, he got he gets 100 hours of community service for an assault against his bodyguards back in 2016. Uh, Shima <laughs> Franklin, a woman who was touring with Kat as a comedian, Kat threw hot food in her face, asked why she thought she had a right to eat, and Kat would brag about having million-dollar bitches, but got mad and said, and this is his direct quote that Ashima claims, why am I, why am I sitting here with this hillbilly Alabama backwoods ass or pussy bitch? And the next day, Cat and a woman attacked her and blocked her from leaving. So she was suing for three million dollars. Only problem is she already agreed to a smaller settlement, so her case was dismissed. He's a menace. That is my exact next line. Him and his people need to open up a trust and get 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 the man some help. I don't know. Like I said, there's no pattern to these fucking crazy ass crimes. No, there's the, not. The type of people he just introduced himself to people, and then it's a countdown to an issue happening. <laughs> and he's just doing all this horrible shit and. I mean, we were laughing about all of throughout this episode, but because it's it's he's not doing such horrible things like attacking a man, fighting a man, like you know that's not that big of a deal. But when you get more serious things, like he attacked this woman, wouldn't let her leave, he punched her with another woman, or if the claim about the five women attacking Jamila is true, then it gets more mm -hmm. serious, and it's oh, it's you know it's kind of fucked up that he's he's like on the line of going too far if, even though yeah, everything I mean, is bad I don't know about you, but i didn't laugh once <laughs> shut up so. and i mean a lot of it that we're laughing at is just because it's outrageous we're not laughing at the people getting hit we're not laughing at you know him attacking these people it's more of just thinking like why is cat williams going on this motorcycle saying you can't catch me or stopping whatever he said and then going to a target and punching a man like it doesn't make sense exactly. and then it's escaping from target on an electric scooter to his motorcycle like that's some shit that would happen to american dad like i don't see it happening in real life it's... yeah you're right yeah but cat would go to receive an emmy in 2018 for the episode alligator man. and since then had two specials on netflix in 2018 and 2022 which is this year Mm -hmm. Kevin Hart had this to say about Cat Williams after Cat made some comments about Tiffany Haddish blowing up before she had proved herself. Oh, yeah. And his quote is, my frustration with Cat Williams comes from, you keep pointing at Hollywood. Hollywood this, the white man this, this, and this. When do you take responsibility for your actions? You had the shot. You were the guy. You were set up to be the star. You didn't show up work you fucked off promo shoots you fucked off promo trips you became a risk to the studios which is why the studios stopped fucking with you wait who said that tiffany kevin, kevin hart, hart of course at that time yeah. tiffany um, haddish and cat williams had settled their beef but you know they asked about it and kevin hart said that tiffany haddish nodded her head along but she said you know they were still cool yeah, but it's also Kevin Hart. Mind your goddamn business. Doesn't nobody mention you? I mean, well, you probably did, him. but still. Um, yeah. Not, 
I think it's like it's different to give your opinion on like okay, maybe he shouldn't have said that Tiffany and big up Tiffany, but you went from trying to support Tiffany to just shitting on Cat Williams. And that but doesn't make your point seem any clearer. If it wasn't because coming from what Kevin Hart. said wasn't so, but the, what Kat said about Tiffany, Tiffany was not like jaw droppingly rude or sad. It was an opinion, but it, it people could have took that as fact or not. But for Kevin Hart to be like, uh, for Cat Williams to be like, yeah, Tiffany blew up before she really started doing comedy specials and doing all this. And Kevin was like, bitch, you're broke and nobody fucking likes you because you didn't never do shit with your life. You thought you was somebody and then you became a nobody. And now you can't talk about nobody because you are nothing. It's like, okay, okay, Mighty Mouse, you got to calm your ass down too. I feel like Kevin Hart did that because like, it seems like, okay, so Cat Williams jokes about like what he means when he wouldn't follow along with Hollywood. Like he wouldn't do certain things because he thought it was outrageous or this is, I got to do this to get famous type things. Like the stuff you hear that they have to do, like almost like it's a fraternity and, and they're getting hazed. And Cat Williams is like, I'm, I'm, I'm not with the hazing. I don't want to be hazed. I, I just want to be doing my own thing and get great off of that. And then here comes Kevin Hart and he might, Kevin Hart might think in some people's mind that, oh, I'll get hazed. I'll get hazed. I'll do whatever that you asked me to do because I want to be famous because Cat Williams was next up. And then here comes Kevin Hart, who's really blowing up and he's blowing up and getting movie deals and specials and shows. And he's with all these celebrities and he's so popular. And it's like Cat Williams was first. And it seems like maybe Kevin Hart thought that maybe some people think, well, Cat Williams wasn't doing all that to, you know, maybe they probably think that the things that Cat Williams was refusing, Kevin Hart jumped on to do. Do you guys think some, that Kevin Hart took Cat Williams' place? Because it does seem like that to me. Yeah, I believe that. I And I... I do believe that, honestly. I believe exactly what I just said, that Cat Williams was probably too street and too hood. And Kevin Hart, he didn't have a lot of structure, but he he knew who his mom was and he knew who his dad was. And he didn't have a bunch of, I mean, he probably had a rough going, but you know, he was on the swim team. He did stuff like that. So he had structure in his life. It seems like Cat Williams, he's he's talking about, I don't even know my birthday. I mean, that right there tells you how much structure he had in his life. And so I feel like Cat Williams felt like he had to get it out the mud. And some things that he was exposed to when he was trying to get famous was things that he wasn't he wasn't comfortable with because of him being a pimp or him being that hood hardcore nigga. And then here comes Kevin Hart a little bit lighter than that and a little bit more marketable than that, you know, like he, they can they can market Kevin Hart. I mean, he's he's funny, he's short, you know, he's he's Cat Williams 3.0 basically. Okay, I like what you're saying, but I just want to clarify it a little bit more. Are you saying that Kevin Hart is a more toned down version that he could be digested by the public? And I feel like when we say, you know, the general public, we are speaking about a mostly white audience. That's what Hollywood caters to. 
that he would be accepted more than Cat Williams would be. Yes, because the the scandals that Kevin Hart gets in, what like he's he cheats on his wife. I mean, we all do. That's I mean that's that's that's. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying all white men cheat on their wives, but I mean that's not. But Kevin Hart has. I mean, Cat Williams has women throwing dirt and rocks at people. I mean, just strange things that he's doing, and you wouldn't catch Kevin Hart doing that. He's doing stuff that's more mainstream like his his quote-unquote scandals are more mainstream and things that people can relate to like infidelity stuff like that okay well i I think i don't know i'm kind of split i think basically what it is is that um you had cat williams coming up and he was really popular um in the black community then he was expanding his audience because he is known with a lot more cultures he he is a a diverse comedian but like i said he started his growth really in the black community of course but um he starts to have some problems with the law problems with his comedy whatever and then you have young kevin hart ascending um hollywood likes to put people in boxes and typecast them and have archetypes and all that so i think at the time there was room for that type of a uh, comedian who is um, not a traditional comedian, the look like being very short uh, and all that, whatever, being silly and being raunchy, which Kevin Hart isn't the raunchiest, but he, he does have uh, some dirty jokes or whatever. And I think Cat Williams would have been the guy, but he didn't. What I think happened is he didn't boost up his celebrity get his name and reputation out wide enough before he started getting bogged down by his legal troubles. Whereas Kevin Hart, once he started to gain ground, he just blew up and he just continuously worked. He was in a lot of specials. He was in a lot of movies. His face was everywhere. And you didn't see a Kevin Hart scandal for like 10, 15 years after he has been established in the business. Mm-hmm. So uh, I don't think Kevin Hart and Cat Williams are the same. I think that there was a there was an available spot that Cat Williams had, and then when Cat fumbled it with his behavior, Kevin snatched it, but then made it his own. Because what Kevin Hart is now, what I will say is I don't think Cat could play that same role. The roles and the way that Kevin has done his career, I don't see that for Kat, not saying I don't see him being successful. I just don't see him taking the path that Kevin has had. But I think it started out as them being rivals, and then one just did better than the other. People still love Kat, but I feel when he first came out, people wanted so much more from him, and he's almost to the point where he is almost to joke status. I think it goes to show how talented it is, like how talented he is, because even if, you know, his comedy is not 100% for me, the internet Mm -hmm. loves to tear these celebrities down and make jokes about them. And I still feel for the most part, Cat Williams is respected. Yeah. I think he's one of those, like, they can never take away his legendary comedy status. But when you bring him in the present conversation, it's more like people like shake their head type of thing. Like, yeah, could have been better. He could have been, it, it, it would have been different. But yeah, I, I do think that he he is um, 
in the comedy world, he's a legend, but in this criminal world, a fucking dud. <laughs> Overall, I think he just needs he needs he needs to find some restraint, and he needs somebody to speak up for him and his mental health, and um, restricting him to the public when he is not promoting himself. I feel right now is the perfect time for him to make this comeback. He just came out with that special. And he's kept his nose clean for the most part since 2016. So, I mean, is that a winter thing? Kept his nose clean? (laughs) Is there a, you know, a turnaround for him? It is possible. I'm, I feel like there is more there with the women, but until more women have come forward saying he is abusing them or not, I can't really say. Okay. I, I just, I think he's, I think he's gonna go on and be almost like a, one of these Facebook comedians. You know, maybe he'll get a special Ooh. here. He'll get a special there. But uh, I think he's he's too knocked off, and he he. It's not. I don't think he has like a great comeback in store. I don't think so. I think. You think his the he's already peaked. Yeah, you have that legendary status, but he's done for. Yeah, I'm. I think this is just like I'm going to do enough to keep myself out of bankruptcy, but I don't think he's going to be a (laughs) megastar. Sometimes your time passes like you had it, and it just it goes by. Yeah, and it it just wouldn't. I don't even really see him being in a lot of things. Like, where could you place him? In, that is true, and he's just gonna be not so you being the biggest out. fan talking about this motherfucker's done. No, you done. know I love I love Cat Williams. I do. He is very funny, but I just I mean I just don't think he's he's gonna just come back and he's gonna be in the front of our minds and on our television screens. I don't I don't I just don't see it. I think his name might like hold a little weight because of the black community. I think it might hold a little bit of weight, but I don't see us rising him to where he's a megastar. I just, I just don't see it. I don't think that, I think that he might get maybe one more special and then it'll be like, huh, we got Kevin Hart. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting. Before we get into our media, I do want to know your opinion on something, Trisha. And it's something me and Katrina talked about on the episode on an episode before. But what is your opinion? And it's uh, old news by now, but on the Will Smith slapping situation. <laughs> um, Not you asking her opinion on this. She just said some <laughs> opinions during this episode. I want to hear. Oh shit! You know what? Okay, if I can be honest. Don't um, be too honest. No, be too honest. Be brutally honest. I mean, you did yeah. say somebody needed to get knife <laughs> in the alley. I'm just saying, you know what? Um, okay, so I, I think I'm I'm on Will Smith's side. I, I just, Ooh. I'm not on Chris Rock's side. I feel like, okay, I'm just not on Chris Rock. I do not. I don't like Chris Rock more than I like Will Smith. I'm sorry. I'm not going to condemn Will Smith. I just feel like (laughs) (laughs) I'm just not going to do it because 
Chris Rock has made very questionable decisions. And I mean, uh, I, I'm not going to say so. Not Will Smith hasn't, but I just like Will Smith better. So I'm just going to say he, he did it. He was upset and he apologized. And we need to forgive Will Smith because we love Will Smith. And we don't give a shit about Chris Rock. I mean, come on now. We only protect him because he got fucking slapped. No, 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 no. They didn't protect that target employee from Cat Williams. His supervisor had to come. And so I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. I feel like Will Smith might have had a little break. You know, he might have just been pissed off. It just it had been a lot circling around in the last few years with his marriage and, and all that. He became a meme. And, and then they made him fat in the meme. And it's just, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that is the last fucking straw when you become a fat meme. I'm just saying, like, maybe he just fat. <laughs> they made him fat in the meme. I'm just saying, like, Chris Rock, oh, he has made wonderful, wonderful works, and 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 he's a great artist too. But he's not better than Will Smith. So mm-hmm. I mean, did he deserve to get slapped? Maybe he didn't deserve to get slapped. But I am going to forgive Will Smith for slapping him. I'm sorry. I'm just going to forgive him. I'm I'm not traumatized by it. <laughs> you know, at first I really thought it might have been a joke, like a skit or something, like something he was going to. Uh-huh. Walk I'm off and, and laugh. It seems like a joke at first. And I'm so telling you. When I first took it as a joke before that whole keep my, you know, before, because it seemed like you only saw the slap first. And then later, 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 then you, you saw the rest of the video where he's yelling. Well, at least that's how it happened to me. Because after I saw him slap him, I'm thinking these are both, they're not like, Will Smith is not more in the more, comedy genre than Chris Rock is, but he's known to dabble in comedy. So I'm thinking maybe this is something funny, you know, maybe it's planned, maybe it's something between two friends, two rich friends. So I took it as that. And then afterwards, when I saw the whole, his reaction afterwards, I had already formed my joke opinion and I wasn't going to break from it. (laughs) (laughs) I had already formed the opinion. Your opinion is solely based on you being a bigger fan of Will Smith than Chris Rock. Yeah, because if you go, I feel like if you go deeper into it, it gets messy. Like if you if you try to dissect this moment, it just gets so messy. And I just feel like I took it as a joke, and we're That's gonna forgive. Will Smith, we're gonna forgive Hitch, the fresh fresh prince. We're gonna forgive the fresh prince. Okay, I'm sorry. I mean, we're we're gonna forgive him. And Will Smith thought he loved his wife too. So I feel like Chris Rock should be on the same page. I mean, you gotta take off this thing. Okay, you know, I got one last question one. about the situation. All Do right. you at all think that Jada Pinkett Smith is to blame? <sighs> no. No, because that's you're damn right. That's like <laughs> that's like saying I don't know because Will Smith. Hold on, his, what? Don't, don't be wavering. No, Will Smith <laughs> is his own person. He does his own thing, and I mean, I've I've been married, and I'm I'm telling you, if somebody offends me in front of my husband, 
the last thing I feel like he's gonna do is go slap the person. So it's like that was that was his choice. I mean, he he chose to go up there and do it. I don't think he even thought about Jada. I I feel like he he just was doing something because he he wanted to do it. And a lot of people attacked Jada, you know, since she came out with the whole August thing and the entanglement. And so uh-huh. maybe he just probably wanted to take a little heat off of her, which did not work. That did not work at all. But I, I don't I don't blame Jada at all because we're not in their house and she can't. I don't think she told him to go up there like somebody make a joke about me. Make sure you slap the fuck out of him. Like, I don't think that was a, a talk to the, you know, the ride up to the event. I don't think that that's what they talked about. I feel like Will Smith did that shit, but we're going to forgive him. Yeah, I saw people try and demonize her so much saying they don't even think she has alopecia. Oh my God. It's like you guys are taking it too far. Yeah. yeah people are idiots. And uh-huh. even if she has it or doesn't have it, I mean, still, you know, that was Will Smith's choice to walk up on that stage and slap that man. Like, Jada did not say, go slap him. So you can't, I mean, and even if she did, it, he's his own man. He's a grown man. So he could, he did that for himself. Yeah. Well, we do yeah. like to end every episode on a positive note with some form of media we want to we want to talk about, explore, discuss, shit on. As our guest, Trisha, do you want to go first? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to go? I can go. Okay, let's go. Is that a memory lane um, one? Here's... Yeah. It, it doesn't it. involve either one of you jokers. Oh, childhood memories. My favorite part of the episode. <laughs> so, um, in eighth grade, when I transferred to the school system that brought me and Jose together, I, I was introduced to a whole bunch of classes I had never heard before in my life. A lot of them useful. For example, computer applications. Um, I have no idea what the fuck that class was about. I don't know why I had to take it. I, I, it was so stupid. It was pointless. But a couple things did come from it. And I don't know if I've already... No, I haven't told the story. It doesn't matter. Um, computer applications. You're asking, what did you do in this class? What was it about? I don't fucking know. It was eighth grade a long time ago. All I know is that we had to sit at a computer... And do stuff that literally I never did again in my whole entire fucking life. Anyway, I'm sorry. I got a little bitter there. Let's let's roll this back in. Um, One day I had a partner project where we had to design a perfume bottle and a commercial. Once again, this is in computer applications. That makes no sense. Anyway... We had to choose um, a commercial song from this royalty-free music or or something of the sort. Um, I still think I did this wrong, but I came up with these two um, songs just based off the the literal um, names of them because I had never heard of them before. And it was Moonlight Sonata by Beethoven and Knocking on Heaven's Door by Bob Dylan. Now, these are two classic-ass songs that I had never heard of at the time. But for some reason or another, you know, my I was just drawn to them, so I picked both of those songs to choose between. Um, my partner didn't like any of my suggestions, so it's not like we even used it, but 
um, when I heard them, for some reason, um, especially Moonlight Sonata, I was just like fucking done. And I don't really like classical music, but there's just something about Moonlight Sonata, the whole thing, where it's just very relaxing to me. Um, there's parts that are like better than others, but the whole thing I think is beautiful. And then Knocking on Heaven's Door. Um, I think there's two versions, and I couldn't tell you for sure which one I like the best, but on Apple Music, it's like the cover is Pat Garrett and Billy the Kid. That's the version I like on Apple Music. And um, I'm not familiar with Bob Dylan. I only know one other song, Lay Lady Lay, because my mother likes that song. But uh, something just about knocking on heaven's door spoke to me as well. You know, um, I'm... I I love the media part too of the um, I just love the media part of the podcast and the episodes, but I will not be participating in that media. Why can't you come up with a media? No, I'm saying your media. I'm, I'm not not gonna have a story. Yeah, I'm not gonna be <laughs> listening to that. But I'm oh, you mean like you're not gonna listen to my suggestions? You never <laughs> listen. To- First of all, y'all, listeners, listeners, let me tell y'all something. Patricia don't fuck with nothing that I listen to at all ever in life. I think in the whole years that we've known each other, like we ain't sisters, that's so funny. (laughs) In all the years we've known each other, um, I think I've, I've, I've get, maybe I've introduced her to two songs. She does not, and and then if she likes them, sometimes she won't even give me the credit. Oh, it's crazy out here, but she does not fuck with any music, barely any movies, sometimes a show. Okay, okay, (laughs) that that is not very true. I think you suggest things, and it takes me a while to come around to it. Yeah, two decades, yeah, but that. Those songs you just mentioned, I just don't see me ever in life saying who's on me. First of all, okay, hey, hold on, y'all. This is the same woman who, when we're in her car, I every once in a while, this is what I hear. Baby, lock them doors and turn them. That's what you play, you and you talk about you can't listen to Moonlight Sonata. You're talking- I gotta hear Baby, lock them doors and turn the lights down low, and you criticize me like that. First of all, you're talking about uh, blue is not your color, or blue is your color. <laughs> that too. What's that other song? The booga dooga doo sugar booga when you with us. Oh, when you go. I hate that song too. I have never played anything like that in my entire life. So pretty little lady and your little shady and you got a boom boom sim doom doom. I hate that too. Okay, well, I'm I'm saying I am grateful to hear that part of your life, but I'm not gonna share it with you. You know what? Cut the cameras. <laughs> I'm Dead sorry. Ass. Dead ass. It's it's not a good it's not good for me. See, look at you trying so hard not to say this shit's terrible. It's just not a good media. Your media's bad. You know what? Pack it up. Trisha, Trisha, go next. Come on. <laughs> what, what's your media? What, what's the fantastic media I've been hearing about? Okay, so if you really want to know my media, um, I was going to go with Modern Family. 
Ooh. More like shittier. I'm just <laughs> 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 Look, I am sorry, but I'm sure the listeners agree. Like, we're not busting out no classical ass <laughs> music right now. Okay, we're dealing with a lot. You trying to depress the fuck out of us. We are okay. Did you say it's called knocking on heaven's door? You're encouraging us to die, and you're like, oh, you don't, you don't want I me mean, to you don't I want mean, to low, my depression ass media. Fuck you. Like, what the fuck? Low, we are all dying right now. I mean, might as well get your ass strapped in and ready, is what I'm saying. Knock on heaven's door, bang on that bitch, bust open. You're going. Yeah, let's end the episode on a positive note. Katrina wants you to go <laughs> knock on heaven's door. <laughs> knock on she said bang on that motherfucker. <laughs> like what? I mean, every song can't be Mary Mary Shackles. I'm just saying. I, yeah, I mean, knock on heaven's door. But I do I I love Modern Family. It's it's so funny. I had to find something because I was watching The Office constantly i mean for like two years i only watched the office mm-hmm. i was in love with the office and- oh wait hold on real real quick who who introduced you to modern family um uh i i can't really tell the story behind oh who introduced modern- you to the office okay i don't wait, remember Katrina, who introduced you to modern family Okay, so we're not talking about that. Yeah, I, I don't. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I remember. <laughs> I used to talk. Jose introduced me to Modern Family when I used to stay over, and I'd fall the fuck out and be like, "Ugh, we watching this again?" And then this shit will start. It was so funny. Yeah, Modern Family is funny. I remember that you. I know you introduced me to The Office. But um, Thank I, you. I feel like maybe you dropped it in my ear about Modern Family, but I remember watching a, a Facebook video of, um, remember when that song by Mooski came out, Trackstar? Yes. Okay, so there there was a video, like, a, it was just like a video with that song in the background, and it was Cameron chasing Lily. Uh-huh. And they had that song, and I just thought that was so funny that it was run that the song was playing. She's a runner, she's a track star. You just see Lily taking off before I even knew these characters, but you see her just taking off across the screen and Cam chasing her in panic. That that was just so funny to me. And so I thought, okay, maybe I'll give it a try. But and I'm I'm not gonna give you full credit for Modern Family because I give you full credit for The Office. So what I'm hearing is that two iconic shows, I brought them to your doorstep. Thank you. I'm sorry. Go on with your story, Miss Scorpio. I mean, I'm just saying, you know, The Office was great, and you introduced me to that. Modern Family was wonderful, and I introduced it to myself. Yeah, that's great, Miss Scorpio, and we don't like tall tales, but go ahead. Yeah, it's just, you know what? It's just so good. It's funny. It's it's really funny. I, I can't even think of a favorite episode right now. And another thing that I really, really, truly love about Modern Family is they were on for so long that you actually saw those characters like grow up and change. Like they were kids and they were the same kids, except for I heard like Lily as a baby got changed a few times maybe. Mm -hmm. Um, But it, it was wonderful to see 
I think Lily was the same from season three or four on and to see that little girl grow and Manny and it just, it just was wonderful. I really felt like I was part of the family almost like I'm watching these people grow up and it just, it, and it's hilarious. So that's my media. That's a great media. Thank you. <laughs> um, okay. It's my turn. I never know what to say. My okay, media. I think it's my turn. Are you going to put your pussy on our sideburns? No, I'm not. I'm off, Nadine. Um Oh! <laughs> did I just hear that? Oh, I'm sorry. I <laughs> um, I guess my media would be the movie Let's go with Girl Interrupted. I used mm. to love the movie Girl Interrupted. It stars Angelina Jolie, Whoopi Goldberg, who I have such love for for some reason and Winona Ryder but I really loved Angelina Jolie's character growing up as a kid and I don't know why I think it was because she was just like so tough and said what she wanted to say and I think I tried to like mirror myself after that image of which she's a sociopath in the movie so I don't know why I did that but I <laughs> Love that movie. <laughs> and I think now I'm just trying to, like, you know, let those hard edges come down. I don't have to act like it's sociopath. But it's such a good movie. I feel like that's one of the movies I could quote, like, word for word. I've never seen that movie. I'm sorry. You've never seen it's a great one. No, I, I thought about watching it um, after the Brittany Murphy episode. But, um, I mean, what do you watch it on? Girl Interrupters on HBO Max. Yeah. She hasn't even seen Foxfire. Now, I, that's can, a, that's I can understand not seeing Foxfire. Nah. But Girl Interrupted? needs to see Foxfire. Yeah, I, I don't have when any Angelina Jolie, When Angelina Jolie says, everybody knows, everybody knows that he fucks you. What they don't know is that you like it. Like, she made... Oh my goodness, you just have to watch it. You have to watch it. She hits Anna in the head with the book. There's just so much. Trisha, he'll quote it for you. You gotta leave. We, yeah, we can I'll, do the I'll, whole I'll... movie right now. But have you seen Salt? That's a good one that I know you would watch, possibly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the last Angelina Jolie movie I seen was Wanted. Oh, I love Wanted. We saw that in theaters. Yeah, I loved that movie. That was a, a great Angelina Jolie movie. Um, that was. I enjoyed that as well. Except for the rap part. Could have gone without that, but I understood. Yeah, I'm a very passive fan. I'm not even a passive fan. I, I Angelina Jolie is not in like a top five or ten for me. Oof. I'm like a Sandra Bullock person. I love, I love Sandra. Sandra Bullock too. That's yeah, okay. I mean, what 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 are some? She said I can only have one top white woman in my life. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to think of some Angelina Jolie movies. I remember loving her in something else, but I'm I'm not a big fan of her. Not because she's not great or or you wonderful. You don't watch a lot of her movies because I'm trying to think, and I don't think besides one it. 
you've probably seen a lot of her movies either. Because I definitely know you ain't watching no Laura Croft. No. I know you. I mean, did you watch Maleficent? Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Maybe that's it. I love Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Yeah, that was so long ago. That's probably a one and, and done. Maybe a two and done. Man. At least what Maleficent. If, that was the that was great. I did love that one. One of her earlier ones I loved is Playing by Heart, which is not really popular. I never heard of that one either. The sad one I love is Gia. Don't Gia. even get started. Dang, I haven't seen that movie either. So I've seen Wanted. <laughs> oh oh actually no oh it's because i got uh, i loved it since i i don't even know i just, this was just in our movie collection taking lives people don't really like that film i guess it's just not the best thriller whatever but taking lives with angelina jolie and ethan hawk whoever else love it the bone collector no, I haven't no. seen the Bone Collector. That's not. That's even got some sprinkle of Queen Latifah, and you love Queen Latifah, Trisha. Yeah, that Dana. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes, she loves her some Dana Owens. Oh my God, Cleo. Oh. Yeah. But thank you guys so much for listening. We do have to end this episode. Um, someone has something else to add. Thank you guys for having me. This is the best night of my life. You can literally come on anytime you want. <laughs> Yay. I mean, you're you're one of my favorite people, and um, any opportunity to talk to you, besides any other time I get to talk to you, is great. Yeah, and the topic was wonderful because the I remember the Cat Williams suge suggestion was the first email I ever sent you guys, and I was like, you know, I love them so much. I'm gonna say mm, maybe you got lost, you know, I can't get an email, <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> The I, conversation I, was, should I do it or do you want to do it, Katrina? And she said, I'll do it next week. And then she didn't do it. Yeah, and it's been 64 weeks. <laughs> I don't remember this. <laughs> um, if you were to reach out to us, though, and send us an email like Trisha did that we might not respond to, it is saveyoursorry at gmail.com. <laughs> if you want to get our Instagram, save your sorry, spell just like the podcast, our Twitter, save your sorry, but the your is spelled you are. Please leave us a rating. Please leave, leave us a review if you leave us a rating. And do you have anything to plug, Trisha? You know what? I do not. I I have nothing to plug. I am off off of social media. Well, okay. I'm not off of social media, but I feel like the things that I I post on my social media are not for the public. She's hidden. So now they're going to find you. Not I'm they, just saying, find her. you know. Find Y'all can't find me. Fat Amy, baby. <laughs> I mean, low-key, they could find you pretty easily, but I'm not even going to go into it. <laughs> yeah, if you really want to find me, I do... Um, Tweet Save Your Sorry a lot and retweet <laughs> Save Your Sorry a lot. But don't go digging because, yeah, it's okay. I don't need no followers. Why? Okay. <laughs> Not you saying don't find me, but you could find me here. Just because you said that. How to find me. I, I would I would rather be rich than famous. So I don't need no followers. I don't I All don't right. need the attention. Thank you guys so much for listening. It's been wonderful. Bye.
Bye. See ya.